Hello and welcome to Music and Film Saves the World podcast. I'm here today with my good friend Simon Bridgman. Hi Simon. Hello. And today we're doing something a little bit different. We're doing something that I've been trying to do with some people for a while and that is people that haven't seen famous films. We're going to go away and have a watch of it and going to come back and review. Now Simon, I want you to confess to me what film have you not seen? I haven't seen Avatar haven't seen Avatar so I thought this was a good time with Avatar 2 coming out and Avatar being re-released in the cinema. Disney have done the clever thing of taking it off Disney Plus so people go back to the cinema to see it again um, of us watching Avatar and Simon's going to come back and see what he thinks of it. I think I've probably watched Avatar I'm going to say three times. I saw it in the cinema I watched it a couple of times on on Blu-ray, but it's not one that I watch again and again and again. I enjoy it. I don't love it. I enjoy it, but maybe I'll enjoy it more than when we see it this time. So, well, we'll are see. you? Why haven't you? Why haven't you seen Avatar? Because you, you're one of those people who I always think, well, he's seen most films. He's seen most stuff. There isn't of popular stuff you often have. Yeah, seen I have it. seen most stuff. I agree. I think I wasn't that bothered about watching it in three D. Yeah. Um, which, and I just. I just don't think I ever just got round to going to see it in the cinema. And then after it came out, there's nothing in it which I've seen to think, oh, I'll get the Blu-ray to down watch it. I mean, I sort of got it going to see it in the cinema, being in the first big film in 3D. Yeah. Um, but then if I'm watching at home, I'm obviously not watching it in 3D. Yeah. So then I'm like, well, I don't really see the, the need. No. Um, I'm... I'd be interested to see. I still feel I feel it's a generic film, but with good three D. Um, Interesting. And we'll we'll see. That's my that's my opinion of what what my opinion of where I am at the point in time is. I'm going to see a generic film, mm-hmm. maybe some good special effects and everything else, but just with good three D. So what did what year did Avatar come out? Was it two thousand nine? So we're looking at thirteen years ago, I think. But I think but, it was one of those things. Where I felt you. The thing about something like Avatar is it was big at the time. Yeah. But once it disappeared and it became the biggest film of all time, blah, 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 it disappeared. It yeah. just died a death. It's not a film which is on telly. I don't I don't rarely ever see it on the telly. It mm. must have been Christmas year, a couple of years later, it was on BBC yeah, or ITV. Yeah. But it's not a film which is on regularly. And, you know, there's certain Marvel films which BBC repeat week in week out um, and ITV sometimes put the Bond films on I don't know if you know yeah, yeah. occasionally there's a Bond film on ITV <laughs> and the Rocky films are on repeat on at the moment Batman Begins uh, yeah uh, but not Batman not the third Batman film but it's not a film which is often on telly at any time it's not how often you go oh there's Avatar it sort of died it, it, it was big and then it just disappeared and it, oh, it's partly the fact that he's meant to be doing this you know Avatar 2 for about straight years. away. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was quite quick. Obviously, it was because it sold so much. The studio did, ordered the second and the third and the fourth and the fifth within like a year or two, yet we're still down. I, I know they got scared of Lord uh, Star Wars for about five years. Yeah. Well, I mean, the you know, it was number one in the box office in the States for about 12 weeks. Unbelievably. And it was number one in the box office over here for about six or seven, eight weeks, which is a long time, especially in that period. We were having lots of films out. It wasn't like 
You didn't. It's the, you know, we were in that period where there was... So it was a massive, massive fear. And I agree, it doesn't seem to have the, the classic feel that some of James Cameron previous stuff. Even Titanic, and some oh, people yeah, love it, some people hate it. Uh, Terminator 2, that type of thing. I just think it's crazy that in, in 25 years... We've only James Cameron's only directed two films. Titanic in nineteen ninety seven came out and Avatar two thousand and nine. And now we're in twenty twenty two. Avatar two The Way of Water's coming out. I think we've got Avatar three and twenty four. I think we're going twenty four, twenty six, twenty eight. I think that's how it's going. Well, at the moment it's so it pushes out. Yeah, so it pushes out. But anyway, so Simon's gonna watch Avatar for the first time. Yeah, um, it's gonna be. It's be. I think it's gonna be a fun, a fun watch. We'll see what he thinks when he comes back. So we're gonna go away and watch Avatar, and then we'll be back for Simon's lowdown on uh, his visit to Pandora. Should I say? <laughs> okay, we'll be back very soon. So we're back um, after watching Avatar. I say we're back. Uh, we were back three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. So we went to see Avatar three weeks ago. Um, I think it's probably the fourth or fifth time I've seen it. Only the second time in the cinema. Uh, the Avatar, I saw it when it first came out. I only saw it once in the cinema. And I probably have seen it a few times on Blu-ray. I can't be more than a few Maybe you've only twice. And this is the fourth or fifth time I've seen it. But we saw it in a lovely big IMAX screen. A fairly new one. The sound was great. We had good seats. We had 3D glasses on. So, first time watch of Avatar, Simon. What did you think? I enjoyed it overall. Yeah, it was a good film. Um, it was still, I think, very simplistic in terms of the storyline. Yeah. Um, but... The 3D made it. And I think so. why you haven't watched it so often at home is the fact that it works best in 3D. Yeah. That's, that's its main selling point. You take away 3D, I don't think it works yeah. as well. And that's why I don't think it's on TV as much because Avatar is not a film you see on the telly very much. Like some films, Batman especially, you see all the time. Yeah, um, Bond films. Bond films. films <laughs> are different. But... Avatar is not, I mean, yeah, it's very rarely you think, oh, there's Avatar. Because, like, yeah, if I saw it on the TV, I might have thought, oh, I'll record it and yeah, watch yeah, it. Yeah. But I'm not saying I've ever really seen it show up in no. the schedule in the way, like, you see Marvel, like, BBC love the Marvel films. Late at night on a Friday night, they often go, oh, like, yeah. you know, Captain America's on. But, yeah, Avatar, I don't know even who owns it. Actually. I think it's Channel 4. It's been on Channel 4, and I've seen, I think it's been on Film 4 as well. Um, but you're right, it's not one that's like, oh, Avatar's on again. Um, so, yeah, I think, if I remember, I had it, I saw it on in the cinema, then I had the Blu-ray of it, and then we bought, and so this was probably 2010, 2011 time, we bought a 3D plasma TV. And with that, 
a copy of Avatar came free with it, but a 3D version, which you couldn't buy in the shops. It was I think you can, you could later on, but at the time, because when, when Avatar came out on Blu-ray, I was like, why is this not a 3D Blu-ray? Why is it just the 2D one with the 3D one? And I can remember watching it in 3D on my plasma because it was like it, it came with the TV as a selling point of the TV. And I remember enjoying it more than I probably again because it's in 3D. And I think it is a brilliant 3D film. And the oh, IMAX yeah. is, is yeah. Is I mean, if you look at the 3D part first, the 3D was definitely brilliant. I yeah, mean, we've watched three films this year, and okay, one we can't hardly say was in 3D. No, uh, that was abysmal. But even Doctor Strange, which was, you know, well done and is whatever, ten years later, was nowhere near anywhere near Avatar. No. That that you can tell why they went, Oh, three D's the future, you can tell why everyone went to see it and you know, you can tell why it tried to push the tellies and everything else. Yeah. But and I guess there hasn't been anything which gets close to matching that since. Yeah. Um Well I heard a really good interview on the Chris Moore show on Radio X with James Cameron a few weeks ago when it was released and and Chris Moore said oh so you knew Avatar is in Avatar the way of water the new second one out in December he said that's going to be in 3D why do you think it didn't catch on and James Cameron said 3D is best in the cinema when filmmakers have properly thought about 3D so when when uh, studios are doing a quick cash converter of it it's Jurassic, not right, Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. But when f- filmmakers like Peter Jackson, Steven Spielberg, Martin Scorsese has, and um, Sam Raimi did with, Jurassic, um, with Doctor Strange, they've thought about it, it works really well. He says also, 3D doesn't work at home because he said there's other distractions going on. You know, people, you do want to have a look at your phone, you do want to stop it and get up and get something or whatever. Somebody wants to talk to you. And with 3D, it is very, it's enclosing. You put it on and you don't really notice else what's going on. Even people getting up in the cinema, it closes you off. In some respects, it's quite a good thing. Yeah. But it's only really suited for the cinema. And I think that's a brilliant point. And that's what he's making it for. Well, it's also a good point in terms of, you know, trying to support cinema. Yeah. Actually, if people did that, they would make it. Come and see this film, but you're only going to see it best in the cinema. Yeah. You know, if you go push Avatar, if you want to see Avatar 2, come to see it in the yeah. cinema because it won't be as good at home. Well, it, so, it, it's done really well. The re-release did really well in the cinema worldwide. So it's looking good for the second one. And I think that's right. With cinemas really struggling at the moment. It's got to be certain ways to get people in because it's the only way they're going to be able to see it. On a, Even a film on an IMAX screen is totally different from watching it at home so that's a different way and having see an avatar well to see it the best possible way this new one you've got to see it in the cinema um so i think i think the signs are looking at how well this did um it's re-released did which was only out for a week or a week or so um the signs are good for the second one um but we'll see, obviously, come mid-December. There's not much out around it. Black Panther's out a whole month before it comes out. So uh, January's quite a quiet month traditionally. It looks like it's going to be. It's going to be a much busier year next year, but that doesn't really kick off till February. So um, I was having a look at the release later next year, and you, the summer, there's a, a couple of the summer months, you've got one fairly biggish film every single week. Oh, right, properly. Yeah, like, and even like in August, there's a couple that 
you think, you know, they're not necessarily ones that are going to completely set the box office alight, but you've got horror film franchises, you've got kids' films, you've got... No films, yeah. big yeah, films, yeah, yeah. So just like, I've never heard of that, yeah. and with some weird actors. Yeah, you've got, you've got things that would attract certain audiences yeah. to the cinema. So, and that sort of kicks off really mid-February when Ant-Man and the Wasp comes out. So Avatar's got quite a run um, to be able to... To do it whether it gets released in China or not is another big thing because Avatar did incredibly well in China, it's a very big popular film in well, China. I mean, you assume it would because the re release, which only came out well, not the re release, but what the Chinese re release when they did it while Covid was out, yeah, that was only a Chinese release, yeah, that's what put Avatar back to being the biggest it film is. of all yeah, time, yeah, it is. So that's only a year and a half ago, it's their sort of film, yeah, that definitely was their sort yeah. of film in terms of plot. of no, yeah, and it also has the the way that the uh, Navri look, the, the blue Navri has a f- bit of an anime manga look about them as but well. And I guess it depends on the plot, doesn't it? Yeah, you know, I mean it's you know going to be more global warming and yeah. you know environmentalist this one, which I assume it will be. Yeah, then you know the, you never know what the Chinese government take us something against themselves. Um, Particularly wise, they've got their conference soon, so maybe they won't be so anti-America. Once, no, no, once and, and they need their cinema industry to do one well as well because that's taken a big nosedive because they keep having more. They still keep having lockdowns, don't they? So yeah, but would you go to a cinema in China? Because if one person in that cinema then has COVID, oh. you all will be banned God, for uh, two weeks going anywhere. So are your family. So I'm not certain, even if. They allow it, how well it will do. No, because just no, it's of the restrictions. The restrictions yeah, are so bad. So. Uh, it might be a hassle wait, so maybe they'll yeah. release it next summer in China. Because yeah. obviously there won't be, there'll be a lot of big films which do come out which won't be allowed in China. Yeah. So maybe that'll be a summer that'll be the yeah, big summer could release. Do. Yeah, they could release it a little bit later. So but um yeah, so I, I, and I actually I did I think sometimes with Avatar, it's an odd film that people sort of dismiss it and forget it. And actually, it is a really good film. It's a great blockbuster, spectacles there, the special effects still look great. You know, it's 13 years down the line, they look better than some special effects you get now. Yeah, yeah, I was impressed with that, really, given that it is, you know, that many years ago. And predominantly a CGI film. Yeah, yeah, it is very well done. Yeah, you, yeah, it's maybe not the definition you get quite now, yeah. you know, but... You know, computing power is like 20 times, mostly more now than it was then. So, yeah, on the whole, it's there, well done still. You you didn't look there and go, oh, that bit looks a bit bad. Yeah. You, when you look, look some films back, you do go, oh, yeah. that wasn't that good. Mummy Returns. <laughs> I know that came out <laughs> early noughties, but wow. I, I, did, <laughs> I saw that not that long ago and I always remembered it being bad, but that's bad, that bit at the end with the Scorpion... King and, and the, I think it was bad at the time. It was bad at the time, <laughs> and now it's just abysmal. It was it was a film that I think was probably needed a few a few months extra, and a few million extra. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like the first Harry Potter film. Um, they were against the clock, and the special effects weren't probably as good as they could have been, especially in the Quidditch sequence. And they definitely had improved it, even just a year later in the next one but um no i mean the special effects look great obviously the story it's a well-known story isn't it i mean it's dancers with wolves it's pocahontas it's that type of story native american 
people coming in, taking over the land, them fighting back. It's a you know based on obviously real life history, based on lots of other science fiction and westerns and all that sort of stuff brought into it. Um, yeah, and I do think you know it's it's just under three hours. And I do think around the time when Sigourney Weaver's character dies, and that's a spoiler if you haven't seen it, but I'm not even going to apologise for spoilers <laughs> if you haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, that's, that's, if you haven't seen a film that's uh, 30, or not, but you're accepting, <laughs> obviously, so if you haven't seen a film that's 13 years old, but when um, Sigourney Weaver's character, Dr. Grace, dies, I do think there is. A slight lag in the film. Yeah, you sort a... of you sort of think, all right, are we? Is, was that the climax? Is this the climax? And yeah, then there is a, then definitely there's... a point where when she dies and they get captured and they go back to the base and someone free, frees them and, and then they get shot at and all that bit. It just feels a bit like you could have cut that out. You could have just had them go. They're coming to get us and then her come and fly them away somewhere different and the, yeah. and the baddies get there and they're just gone. You could you could have found a lot of, yeah, there was a definitely 10-15 minutes of like, oh, yeah, we want to get to the final stage and this is just extending it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I would say that was the only real sort of, um, sort of criticism of it really. Um, and, you know, James Cameron, as we know, is always at the forefront of spectacle, Terminator Two, Titanic, Avatar—they were complete groundbreakers. All three of those, in terms of special effects, I mean, people thought that Titanic was a flop before it was even released. They, it was the doom bells were on Titanic. Um, well, that's because it followed, followed a number of big films which had big budgets and had failed. And yeah, that had a stupid budget. Yeah, yeah. I think, and then it went over budget, and they needed more budget, and I think. I think they had to get, I might be wrong here, but it is a co-production between 20th Century Fox and Universal. I think they almost I mean, had, they had to, to get, get someone else in. Yeah. Because it, it went to 200 million, which back, you know, would be like 400 million or something now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they had to get someone else in to, to cover the cost. Yeah. Yeah. So, but Sigourney Weaver is back in the next one, but she's playing a different character. I think she's playing one of their children, which I think, <laughs> or something or other. But, uh, Yeah. But apparently, I was reading today, so Avatar 2 and 3 are filmed. Yeah. Okay, so Avatar 2 is obviously completed or most probably almost yeah. there. And then Avatar 3 has probably got to have reshoots and all the special effects, yeah, post-production. Part of Avatar 4 has been filmed. Right. About 20% apparently. Well, I guess it's, if it's linked to the other one, so they filmed it at the same time. Yeah, but he's, they're not sure if he's going to direct it, James Cameron, so I don't know how that's going to work out. So he's obviously directed that part, <laughs> unless they've got somebody they haven't told anybody. But anyway, so, um, yeah, so that's sort of what the, the, the sort of plan is. We've got Avatar The Way of Water this year. Two years' time, we've got the third one. Is it two years after that or three years after that? Four. Yeah, I think I there's think, a long I mean, it's a three long years and then it's a two-year again. So, and I think four and five is dependent on how well two and three. But they at least do. now can know they can get them in. So otherwise, they've always been scared of Disney every time. Yeah, well, that's the only way they've actually got to get it released by being taken over by Disney. Yeah, yeah. So he, uh, yeah, and uh, it's it's coming soon. We had a little sneak glimpse of it. So after the film actually ended, we had the the credits 
for the um, you had like a mid credit tease of the new one, and it was I would assume one of their children, one yeah, of the so. two lead characters from Avatar's children, um, sort of coming in contact with a a water whale type thing, and the special well the the scene the special effects did look amazing. It did look. It amazing. did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the quality of it was, yeah. Uh, I mean, I can remember when James Cameron very first announced Avatar 2 back in 1989. <laughs> back in, well, it was probably about 2010, probably. It wasn't long after the first no, film no, came I mean, out. A film makes that sort of out, they're always going to, you know, make yeah. the second or third. Yeah. They think they... ...a 3D film without glasses. That's where they were trying to get the technology. Now, obviously, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't really see how it could happen, that. But anyway, that's... It's not to wear glasses to see. Yes, that you get to. It's interesting to note that that's where he thought the technology or where he was trying to drive the technology. The only way I could see, see you'd have to have some sort of screen in front of the screen. Like, yes. instead of looking for glasses, you're looking for a screen yeah. which does that that same thing but and you're reliant on cinemas to invest in that as yeah. well and be enough films for you to be able to do that um, and I, 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 that was one of the many reasons why there was a delay because they were trying to get the technology up yeah um, and I'm sure obviously you know 13 years down the line the technology will be up and it was felt like you were underwater in the water with them at one point, the way they shot it with the sort of the waves, sort of the, the yeah, water yeah. coming up over and down. So it's going to be, I'm really looking forward to seeing it. I think it sort of whetted my appetite to really look forward to see the second one. Um, Which is why they re- released it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's the idea, isn't it? Well, and I think it makes sense when you've had such a gap between one sequel and another. I think to do something like that, to get people back in it, just to generates it's almost giving you another a little trailer for the next yeah, yeah. one isn't it uh, obviously there's you know it's been so long there's a whole generation of people who haven't seen it in the cinema yeah you know so yeah that's there's a lot of children and younger people who you know that was the first yeah, yeah. showing of it so and yeah. i'm sure sam worthington's pleased that he's got uh, sequels to do because he hasn't been in loads recently has he <laughs> they tried to make it because he was in the term he was in terminator 4 terminator salvation and he was in a couple of other things, but he sort of hasn't been in so much as he the last... They were sort of trying to make him after Avatar into this movie star. It didn't quite work out, did it? No. I don't know. I mean, it's... Yeah. You're not in it physically that much, so... Yeah. And then you've got Zoe Saldana, whose career's totally the opposite. So she's like the queen of sci-fi in some respects, isn't oh, yeah, she? Oh, yeah, she's in so much, yeah. Um, with, uh, you know, she's in Guardians of the Galaxy, Star Trek. She's currently in the all-star cast film of that a film called Amsterdam which is out at the moment so yeah she's uh, in a lot of stuff so and got great uh, how do you have the big bad I don't effect? know uh, well we're going to find out so I sometimes don't like that I sometimes worry that having too many people back well if they're dead yes I mean if you kill them off then kill them off bring in some other superstar person in you yeah. don't need to have Sonia Weaver she's not you know she wasn't a major part of the film she doesn't need to be in it it's not going to drive the film I suppose enough. she's a James Cameron 
sort of favourite, isn't she, in some respect? Yeah, but if you end up everyone going, why on earth is she in there? Especially if you bring Big Baddie back. He's dead. That's yeah. it. Make a new Big Baddie. He's not such a memorable character. He's a military chief who just wants to kill some things. Uh, yeah, they can certainly find loads of those. They don't need to, you know... Yeah. Do the die-hard way, have it being his brother-in-law who wants to, or yeah, yeah, uncle, yeah. or someone who, child who wants to revenge. Or but whatever. I suppose in sci- sci-fi you can do anything really, can't you? People you can. never stay dead in sci-fi. But this, anyway, this, so this has got, this new one, Avatar The Way of Water, it's got a $250 million budget, making it one of the most expensive films of all time. So Sam Worthington's in it, Sarah Darner's back, as you would imagine, all those two. Sigourney Weaver's back as Kiri, which is Jake and uh, Natiri's adopted teenage daughter Stephen Lang is back as Colonel Miles Quaritch which I think it's who he was in the first one um, so yeah I guess they'll do some sort of gene gene splicing or some sort a, of copy a, or some sort a of Cameron confirmed in 2010 that Lang would return in the in the first three sequels stating I'm not going to say exactly how we're bringing him back but it's a science fiction story after all so there we go um Kate Winslet's in it um, as one of the Na'vi. Um, we've got um, Joel David Moore's back as as um, Dr. Norm Spellman, who was one of sort of his colleagues that helped them. Um, Giovanna Ribisi's back, who was the sort of one of the corporate administrators that was yeah that's fine because there, those people, he left he left people there. Died. it's just the two who died I mean Michelle Yeoh seems to be in absolutely everything <laughs> and apparently Vin Diesel has been cast in Disco's role as well so, <laughs> so uh, you might as well bring every Guard of the Galaxy person in for the next few and have a have a crossover that's what probably Disney are trying to do make it part of the MCU <laughs> I was saying this could be past them. Make it part of the MCU and then have Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. I tell you, everything's possible now, isn't it? With everything that they do now, everything is possible. So, uh, so were you disappointed by it at all, or was it better than you thought it was going to be? Uh, no, I wasn't disappointed. I mean, the story. If I'd watched it at home, I think I would. I just can't. Oh, it's yeah, Dancing with Wolves again. Um, but the free the. The 3D graphics made it so good to watch. Yeah. And you just enjoyed being there, especially in the cinema. Yeah. Um, you know, even as you said, that with the glasses around your face, so you sort of get restricted of what you can see, it is, it does pull you in. Yeah. And the storyline's good. I mean, you know, Titanic is, you know, you know they're just thinking, they're plain stories. Anyway, it's it's not, he doesn't push the boundaries in that event. That's not what he does. No. But he does do it well. And yeah. sometimes that's all you want. Yeah, so yeah. Um, it was well done. I know I enjoyed going, and I will go most watch number two. Yeah, this time around, not in. <laughs> yeah, I, I, let's not do it in thirteen years' time. <laughs> this will be an hour. Uh, we'll late fifties. We're too old to do podcasts. <laughs> We're always too old now, to be honest. But um, yeah, so yeah, I mean, I I, I really enjoyed it, and I, and I think, as you say. Because it's been shot in 3D, all the shots and everything has been... So, sometimes with 3D, if shots are too quick and something's happen too quickly, it, might, it not hurts your eyes, but it just confuses your eyes. But with Avatar, everything's... Apart from a couple of occasions, everything's completely static and shot in a way 
that helps your eyes adjust to the 3D better. There is a few sequences. Um, but Yeah, so. I think when we came out, we said there was a couple of times we thought, yeah, that was a win. I think the start, I think we thought, was a bit not needed. The yeah. star plaque, the ship's coming towards us. like, And there was a one scene where they had a load of like little water or something in the air, which just was like, this is a bit frivolous, that- 3D. Well, this yeah. is almost like, this is in 3D. Look, yeah. that type of thing. But most of it just was good at showing distances yeah. Yeah, and having things happen in the background and it feel right. Especially when you go into the, to the, to the Navi jungle and you're all in the, the jungle and the environments because you've got all the foliage and things in the background, the foreground. It really does suit that well. In the, in the sequence where things get bombed so everything's on fire and you've got stuff up in the air with the helicopters and the floating sort of the floating islands in the sky or mountains in the sky so no um it makes you and what's good is he's shown so little in the trailers that i think when we unless another trailer is released which i would imagine may happen over the next month or so um but i still don't think it'll show us much and i think it'll be you go to the cinema and everything will be completely new so that'll be good and that's what you want really i mean you don't want things spoiled it's so easy to spoil things nowadays that it's nice going there and being surprised um and that's what you want so uh yeah so maybe we'll be back for uh avatar 2 uh spoiler special We've got black panther one <laughs> maybe yeah, yeah, <laughs> avatar 2 early next year yeah <laughs> so uh cool well uh thank you very much simon once again Thanks for being here. And uh, we will see you soon. This is Music and Film Saves the World podcast. My name's Chris Rice. Thank you for listening. See you very soon. Bye-bye.